You are listening to the Choose Your Struggle Podcast, a member of the Shameless Podcast Network. Spread love. Choose your struggle. Hey everyone. I <laughs> I know I said I'd be off this week, and I am. There is no interview this week, but I did want to give a quick uh message about a couple of different things. I'm recording this on Thursday the 16th, the day before it drops, from a hotel room on Daniel Island outside of Charleston, South Carolina. And if that sounds familiar to some of y'all who've been listening since season one, it is because, yes, this is where I lived for the first uh, season and a half of this show. Oh, man, what a cruel, 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 cruel joke that I'm back here. (coughs) So... (laughs) As I predicted, and as I said was probably going to happen, my wonderful stepfather, William, uh, nope, my wonderful, <laughs> my wonderful stepfather-in-law, William, passed away Friday night. Uh, for those of you who remember, who have been listening to the show since season one, the reason my wife and I moved to Charleston, South Carolina, was to live near him and my mother-in-law and my brother-in-law, the whole family, Lauren's side, as uh, William wrestled with dementia and uh he he sadly lost that battle on friday night uh i arrived here in charleston monday um before i get to that actually so friday night he he passed away and uh that was also game uh would have been what four game five uh, five of this of the NBA Finals. Um, I wrote a piece for on Medium. It's on Medium. I'm dropping it in the show notes uh, about sort of those two things. William was not a Celtics fan. He used to watch games with me um, because uh, I love the Celtics, and you know he he always wanted to see them some see them win for for my sake. Um, and so I I wrote a quick reflection. On sort of what it was like, uh, uh, our relationship as as his health deteriorated, and what it was like the Celtics were finally doing well, um, and in the finals, and 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 he couldn't um, appreciate that. So, uh, that's in the show notes. Please check it out. Uh, and um, I get down here Monday to, to to participate in in just being with the family and sort of the lead up to the memorial service, uh, and I start not feeling great Sunday. Um, and I had a cough and I was tired and I thought, you know what? I've been so stressed since Lauren left town and obviously everything that's going on. Like, of course, I'm not feeling great. But I get off the plane Monday and I'm I'm feeling so bad on Monday right before I get on the plane that I honestly felt like there is a chance I'm going to need a wheelchair to get off this plane. Like I felt so I, I haven't felt that bad. I couldn't remember when. And I'm, I sleep the whole flight and I'm feeling a little better when I get down to Charleston but I tell Lauren when she picks me up please have some COVID tests ready for me and of course immediately I, I test double positive I, I'm like I was the poster child for somebody with COVID so she takes me we go searching for hotel rooms which is really difficult because this is tourist season in Charleston and the only one we can find is on Daniel fucking island and literally down the street from where we used to live. It's it's just so ironic. So um, in this this uh, time in lockdown, I've done a couple of things uh, in the show notes. You'll find links to not one, but two 
uh, podcast reviews that I've been doing for Great Pods. As a reminder, I, I started doing that about six weeks ago, doing a review a week for my buddy, the captain, Imran Ahmed, over at Great Pods. Uh, check that out. Um, you can find them on my website, jshiffman.com. They're also on my Medium, uh, which I'm adding to the show notes as well. Uh, but please check them out on Great Pods. That would make me really happy. Support Imran because he's great. And um, it's been fun writing those reviews. Uh, just doing general work, you know, um, been doing a lot of reading. Um, shout out to my books. Those are on my Instagram right now. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's really just been it hasn't been the quarantine hasn't been hard in that respect. Obviously, I wish I was near Lauren and the family. But um, it is, you know, I, I've not gone stir crazy. I've had a lot of books and uh, you know, that kind of thing. So it is ironic. I will say this. So I, I am in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, one of the reasons we left is how this area dealt with COVID. It was very eye-opening. But there was a almost twilight zone moment this morning. As I as I had my mask on, uh, I have a I have a surgical mask, uh, not a surgical, uh, one of the ones they recommended, peanut, whatever it is. And I've been using that to go get breakfast in the morning because there's a, a breakfast bar uh, and, and Lauren and has been very kind to bring me some food the rest of the, the, the days. But um, I walk into the room to get my breakfast and there's two TVs tuned to Fox News. Every I mean, there's probably 30 people in this room. No one's wearing masks. And it was super Twilight Zoney that here I am with COVID, doing my absolute best to protect everybody around me, and nobody else there cared. It was a really weird moment, and and, and uh, it's one I'll be I'll be thinking about for a long time. But uh, the other thing I did while I've been locked down, uh, two things. Number one, I had a meeting yesterday with Google. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, when I say yesterday, I mean Wednesday. So uh, a couple months ago, I applied to be part of their their podca- podcast cohort. I, I'll be honest, I did it on a lark. I, I thought I had no chance. Um, and it turns out, not only did I have a chance, I made the f- top 20 out of hundreds of applicants. And I got turned down for two reasons. She, the, the woman was very kind. Um, I, I asked for, when I found out that I didn't make the cut, at first, I was, I was like, well, I kind of wish I just had been told like I wasn't even close, right? I mean, to be told that you're in the top 20 out of hundreds and they picked eight or seven or something. I'll, I'll, it's seven. I'm going to put the link in the show notes uh, to their announcement of who they chose. Um, I wish I just had been like way down the list. So it was kind of, you know, this silver medal was a little bit worse. Um, but she was very kind to meet with me and sort of explain why. And there was two reasons. The first of which was on me. Completely my fault. She told me that it was very clear from the application that I hadn't taken this that seriously. And it divided the room because people like her and a couple of others really wanted to choose me anyways because they thought, and this was her words, my podcast needs to exist. It's amazing to hear someone in recovery who works with drug users talking about this subject, uh, that people like her who do this are so tired of the same BS. And so they love the show. They love the concept. And even though I didn't take it that seriously, they wanted to select me. On the other side, it was people going, this guy is a joke. Like, clearly, this podcast is great. But if he doesn't care enough to really fill out the application, we can't choose him. So apparently, it created a bit of a stir. Um, and, and in her defense, she's not wrong. I didn't take it that seriously because I didn't think I had much of a chance um, as a joke. 
my my cover letter was I wrote uh, a a couple of verses, like I wrote I wrote some rap, um, which is the first time I'd done that in a long time. Uh, but the the it says I guess the testament to, to this show. I mean the the what how important it can be that even with all that I still made the top twenty. So that's on me. I need to take things more seriously, even if I don't think I have much of a chance, uh, and I will take that lesson to heart. The other part, she said, the other reason was that I didn't know my audience, and that is that is true. I can see that you all are out there. I occasionally get emails from you, and those are so meaningful. Um, but you know, when I did that survey back in season one, I think that many responses. Um, when I asked people to reach out, like on uh, the the um, pot inbox people don't really use it and and y'all are amazing but i I quite frankly don't know who you are um so that would help me out a lot um again i i am i am so sorry to keep harping on this but what she told me was that even if i had taken it seriously it was i was gonna be like probably top 10 but i would be like one of the last cuts because i didn't know who my audience was so um Please uh, reach out on Pod Inbox. You can send me an email at jshiftman, j at com, or just go to jshiftman.com and there's a contact me page. Reach out. Let me know who you are. Let me know who that you're listening. Um, the people who have done so, you know, thank you. I, I, I really appreciate those. Uh, so please keep doing so in whatever capacity works. Find me on social media. All those links are in the show notes. Uh, you can find everything at jshiftman.com or choosestruggle.com and just let me know who you are. Um, I can see some general information on my podcast host page, but that's super general. So really getting more from you, why you listen, what this show means to you, that would mean so much and it would help me so much in future endeavors like that Google application. So thank you for that in advance. Please reach out. Um, but without further ado, as always, uh, thank you for listening. This isn't an official episode, but I'll finish this <laughs> the same way as I always do. Be vulnerable, show your empathy, spread your love, and choose your struggle. <laughs>